it's time for your weekly dose of nostalgia with the 80s and 90s Uncensored. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're talking about overrated stuff from the 80s and 90s. Things that we think are overrated. Kind of controversial. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this one will be actually controversial. There's definitely a couple on my list that are going to be controversial. Well, so it... It might be controversial among the two of us because I don't know. It's one of those reveals. I don't know what your overrated stuff is, so I might freak out. I, I'm curious might... if we're going to choose some of the same stuff. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible, but I think maybe our audience is going to be like, what? Are you so this, this, this is going to be a controversial episode. But hey, it's the 80s and 90s uncensored, right? We don't do... We're pretty lighthearted, but sometimes we get a little uncensored and sometimes we'll get a little controversial. So you just got to mm-hmm. know that and you got to be okay with it. Just swim with it. Roll with it. I agree. Uh, so, well, I guess let's get started. So we've each got an overrated film, an overrated mm-hmm. TV show, yep, an overrated musical artist, uh-huh. an overrated public figure. Yep. And why don't you go first, kick us off with this controversial s- action (laughs) see how we do (laughs) well let's do it so my first one on the uh overrated movie awards goes to moonstruck came out in 1987 it won it was nominated for eight academy awards it won four of them Starring Cher, Nicolas Cage, Danny Aiello, and a bunch of other people. It basically follows Cher, who's supposed to be getting uh, married to Danny Aiello, uh, until Nick Cage shows up, his brother. And then she's like, oh, maybe I'm marrying the wrong person. I think I'm going to get it on with this Cage dude. And, uh, of course, because he's uncouth he's kind of a dumbass he's a bit of a brute to where Zaiello's character is a nice classy dude that he usually plays so this movie if i were to come out with a, the most boring movie playlist <laughs> this movie would be on that playlist i've attempted <laughs> honestly have attempted to watch this movie twice and no joke fell asleep both times i tried to watch this film that's how boring it is And I would like to point out in 1988, right? So Cher won the best actress in a lead role for her uh, portrayal in this. But also that year, you had Glenn Close in Fatal Attraction. Hella better performance. You had Meryl Streep in Ironweed, Holly Hunter and Sally Kirkland. But like, seriously, Glenn Close versus Cher. I I like Cher. Nothing wrong with Cher. But the fact that uh, uh, Glenn Close didn't win that year, it's a shame. So I'm going completely overrated Moonstruck. Yeah, I don't know if I disagree with you there because I just don't really remember watching that movie. <laughs> so yeah. if it if it won all these awards and all this stuff, then maybe it's overrated in my book because I don't even remember watching it. I, I like I I love Cher too. And the only thing I, the only thing I think I know is when she smacks some guy and he's, she's like, get out of it, or something like that. She's got this smack the guy scene. Yeah, that's Nick Cage because he's being all brutish. And she's like, smack you. No. And then she's like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I I don't disagree with you because uh, if it if it is that like put on that kind of a pedestal, then maybe it shouldn't because if we're 80s, 90s guys and we love we love movies, especially 80s movies, and then we don't really 
You can't stay awake and I can't even bring myself to rewatch it. Maybe it's overrated. But hey, Cher, we do love you, though. And Nick Cage and Danny Aiello, like everybody in the film. It's just everybody talks about like this ends up on lists of like greatest movies and da da da. And you're like, no. And you talk to people. Oh, I love that movie. It's so fantastic. And it's like, well, when was the last time you watched it? Uh, 1987. Like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It's not rewatchable. Therefore, it's overrated if you're giving it such a big deal. Yeah. All right. Good choice. I, I have one from the 90s that I think is pretty overrated. It's got a 92% on this Rotten Tomatoes thing, which I think is stupid. I, rotten Tomatoes is rotten. And it's it, it's it's stupid. But it's a movie called Face Off, 1997. <laughs> it's also got Nicolas Cage. Speaking Ooh, of I will, Nick Cage. <laughs> speaking, and so I'll say it. I, there are some things I really like Nicolas Cage in, but I think he's an overrated actor. I think he he does far more crappy stuff and his acting is far crappier in most things than than not. And I think he's highly overrated. I think the fact that this movie made like $245 million and has a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes is is strange. It's just the premise is so bizarre. Like, hey, we're going to cut off the criminal guy's face and the good guy's face. We're going to cut their faces off and put their faces on each other. But then something happens to where the bad guy looks like the good guy and good guy looks like the bad guy. And you happen to have the main leads doing this are John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, who I'm going to say it, people, I think they're overrated actors. I think John Travolta is only good when he's in good movies, but it's not because of him. It's because he's part of a good cast, not leading one like this. I think Nick Cage, if he's not in a good movie, then he's a crappy actor. And this is a, this is a stupid movie. John Woo kind of action movie where ooh, we have each other's faces because then it's called face off. Get it? Because their faces are off, but they're having a face off. It's just a ridiculous movie, but it made a buttload of money. Everybody thinks it's so great. It's stupid. It's a stupid movie. And it's got overrated actors and it's overrated movie. Uh, I agree with you. I, I don't think over. I, I do like Nick Cage. I think he's a very talented actor, but he does a lot of shitty films. And this is one of them. And I 100 percent agree. Like the whole premise behind this film. So they somehow magically also have the same body types as well, because <laughs> yeah, when John Travolta woman, and Nicolas Cage totally have the same body yeah, types. And, and apparently same penis because he has sex with the one dude's wife. Right. And she doesn't <laughs> realize it. Like, yeah. so come on. Seriously. She's like, wait a minute. You have. <laughs> An entirely different body than my husband, but let's bone anyways. I mean, come on. Like, it's, it's so ridiculous. So stupid. Yeah. But but it made a shitload of money it and did. it's got these like critical, re- like gets critically praised. What's wrong with you people? It's a stupid movie. But it's John Woo. Come on. <laughs> John Woo. Woo. You've got birds flying in slow motion at various points throughout <laughs> the film. Lots come of doves, slow motion doves. Yeah. Look, the action's pretty good. It's got the whole John Woo action thing going on. I get it. But it I don't know. This is look, there's mindless and action, and then there's just fucking dumb. It's dumb. It's a dumb movie. It's just the most overrated movie of the 80s and 90s, in my opinion. So you're not gonna watch the sequel they're working on? 
Are they working? Yeah, apparently they working they're working. On a on, yeah, yeah, apparently they're working on a sequel. I have no idea what the premise is. If it's going to be the same I don't people, know. You, or I, what? I, I, I'm yeah. actually pissed off that you told me that because I might not have known. <laughs> and now I know, and now my yeah. life is just a little crappier knowing yep, they're yep. making a crappy sequel to this crappy movie. <laughs> Thanks, Milo. All right. Well, let's move on to musical artists. So my selection for overrated musical artists from the 80s or 90s should not be a surprise to anyone who listens to this podcast. (laughs) And that is going to be Pearl Jam, (laughs) the Seattle-based grunge band. Their first album, 10, came out in 1991, and they became super huge, and everybody loves them in Seattle. And if you don't, if you're a Seattleite who doesn't love Pearl Jam, then you will be lynched. And of course, everybody loves it. It's the most, he has the most annoying voice on the planet that makes you literally want to pull your eardrums out and stomp on them. Uh, (laughs) They did the worst cover song ever done, which is called Last Kiss. And if you look up Pearl Jam on Spotify, it has this thing where it goes Pearl Jam and then it shows like the top most played songs. Number six on the top most played Pearl Jam song is Last Kiss, right? So this horrible, horrible remake is in the top 10 of most popular Pearl Jam songs, which says something about how crappy of a band this is that they can't come up with other songs to make that top sixth position. So um, awful, awful band, completely overrated. I can accept maybe if people like them, but people don't like them. People obsessively love them. Yeah, especially around here where, where we're from. But I, I kind of figured you'd be picking them. <laughs> <laughs> we ought to put a curated episode list of all the times you were you were not you were not liking Pearl Jam or Eddie Vedder. And we we'd have a whole collection, you know, like one of those collections podcasts, like one of those episode collections, you know. We could, yeah, we totally. could do that. <laughs> so that's no surprise to me. But this might be a surprise to you. This might be controversial um, with our audience. We might lose a few, a few, a few listeners, a few friends. I'm going with the police, Ooh. and by extension, Sting. Ooh, yeah, that's a harsh. Yeah, the one. police started out in '77, and they were popular. Still popular. Sold like tens of millions of records, and they're you know, on the 500 greatest albums of all time list. And they're just huge. And then even after Sting went solo, he he became huge. So he became just as big, if not bigger than the band. But here's the thing. They're, they're lauded and they're, they're just like put on this huge pedestal about, Oh, they're the greatest, one of the greatest British rock bands of all time. And Sting's one of the greatest solo acts of all time. I just don't like the whole British reggae sound thing they do. Like that kind of don't stand so close. And they even try to do kind of the Jamaican accent when they're doing their thing. These very white British dudes with their reggae. I don't get it. I don't like I don't like their music that much. I, I don't hate it, but I think it's overrated for sure. I think Sting's overrated. Um, I think the police are overrated. Uh, I think they're, they're kind of their goofy reggae, British reggae thing is, you know, pretty ace of bassy. 
I don't dig it. So that's what that's, I think they're overrated. Let me know what you think. And uh, uh, oddly, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I think they are overrated as well. That's a good choice because people really do love the police and sting uh, as well. And you're right. Their music's mediocre in general. I don't hate it. I just don't like it. Yeah, exactly. It's there's nothing. I mean, there's so much better. I mean, to be honest, in general, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of 80s music. And the police is kind of why. And yeah, the stuff he's done since then. Yeah, it's okay. But do I ever want to listen to it? No. Yeah. If it's on, I might not change it. Or if somebody else, you put like, eh. yeah. Well, later Sting went all kind of adult contemporary, which if you listen to it, you, you like automatically stop. Well, you, 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 you're like, okay, I guess I'm middle aged now. Cause I'm listening to sting music. Like I'm, I'm I have no shred of youth whatsoever in me. <laughs> well, it's, I guess you're not I'm middle aged. Middle aged not contemporary. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. It's Only the DH1 for me. MTV is out of my repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good call on that one. That's a good call. So uh, my, Overrated public figure is going to be very controversial. Mm. And I'm going with Ronald Reagan. Now, I like Ronald Reagan, just to be clear here. Like, I think he was an okay president. I think it's funny that if he were running for office now, he would probably lose because he's not right wing enough or (laughs) crazy enough. Like, you know, Reagan's just. He's too center left. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, but he was a conservative. He was just really like friendly and affable. And I think that's a lot of the reason why people liked him, voted for him. And he, and he did a decent job as president when he was elected into office. Uh, the economy was doing terrible. Interest rates were super high. Inflation was super high. And I don't think the president contributes as much to reducing inflation and all the, you know, the economy as people give the president credit for. Yeah. Yeah. But during his tenure, he like helped, like I said, guide the country out of the recession. Uh, He did an arms reduction treaty with Gorbachev at the time, which was great. But overall, he's completely overrated because you also have to look at his policies and what else he did. So massive tax cuts, which, massively increased the deficit and um, deficit spending, which Republicans are supposedly against, but they always do that. Massively increased defense spending in a country that already, even then, outranked every other country and how much they spend on defense. So yeah, up to that point, like largest military increase ever. Um, He cut a ton of good programs. He cut social welfare programs. He cut food stamps. He cut low income housing. He cut school lunches for poor children. He cut Medicaid. He, um, you know, that those were his budgets proposals. Not everything happened and stuff because it's all also dependent upon Congress, but they more or less passed everything. He cut uh, government enforcement in uh, regulating the EPA the Department of the Interior, Department of Transportation, Department of Justice. His government contributed to deregulating financial institutions, which contributed to the um, bailouts that we had to deal with in in our lifetime. Trickle-down economics, albeit it wasn't a Reagan thing. There was trickle-down economics 
was a term prior to him. It really made the highlight where this idea of like, if we reduce taxes on the rich, it'll trickle down to everybody else, which hasn't done that. In fact, it's actually increased the separation between the rich and the poor. Deregulated media, which led to things that you love, like the talk shows of the 90s, such as Jerry Springer and those sensationalized news shows. The the negative massively outweighs the positive of him as a president and what he did in his administration did, but everybody loves him, especially conservatives. Like they literally want to like their proposals to put him on Mount Rushmore. Well, I think his public persona and like his PR and the fact that he's kind of, I mean, he was an actor. I think all of those things make him more of a symbol of conservatism rather than an actual, like the actual practice. So I think you're right. I think he's overrated in the fact that his public persona makes him far more, makes him far better than maybe he actually is. I'm under the impression that nobody's as good or evil as they, as as people think they are at any one time. But yeah, they they put him, they put Reagan on a big pedestal, and he's this big symbol. But I mean, he was given, he was like breaking his own laws and giving weapons to like who would be our enemies later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we spent the whole like 21st, first part of the 21st century fighting with entities that he barmed 20 years prior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. I don't dislike the guy. I like him just fine. I just think he's overrated. Because his public persona, his PR people did so well. That's what it is. So speaking of that, I have a person like like that that I think, and you and you think you think yours is going to be controversial, but I think I beat you. I think I'm going to beat you here. All right, <laughs> all right, and that is Mother Teresa. Oh, you're going to hell, Jamie. You're going, going, to, going hell. to hell. <laughs> and here's the thing: the media, they sometimes they don't even know they're doing it, but they love to make someone their darling. Reagan would be a good example, but a better example is Mother Teresa, where she's like this super holy figure and she could do no wrong. She's helping the poor people. She's a living saint. But here's the deal. If you look into like what she was all about, it's kind of weird because even though she was getting millions of dollars to her to her stuff, her facilities were pretty, pretty bad. Her facilities were not good. They weren't modern. They they were really bad. And 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 the whole thing, the kind of the whole attitude she had was, well, suffering is kind of like like a very Christian thing to do. That's what Jesus did. That's what you should do. And like you're actually just you're living the whole suffering thing. That's good. So she had all this money that she didn't really use for these facilities because she thought suffering was kind of a good thing. Yet when she needed treatment, man, she went over to like Britain or the US, got the top shiznit, right? So that seems a little hypocritical. So here's here when when we say overrated, that that this is what I'm talking about, where the media creates this character, right? And this is what the media did. This is probably what her the PR people did was they created this character of this living saint who could do no wrong. Um, but I think there was a lot of wrongness happening with, with her operation. So maybe people ought to really look more into that. And then when you, when you see, you know, people being held up on such a high pedestal, I think people need to start questioning like, well, are people as really good or bad as they, as they say, 
you know, start scrutinizing that a little bit more. Cause I don't think mother Teresa with the Nobel peace prize and all this stuff is as good as people think she is. So don't know how many listeners we just lost with that one. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> Thanks. I but lost I'm, a few with my Reagan statement, and now you lost the rest with your Mother Teresa statement. Yeah, man. Watch, our, watch, our, watch our listenership go down like in half next time. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and gone. Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, I don't know a whole lot about Mother Teresa. I have heard that before, though, that there was a decent amount of financial mismanagement within her organization. Um, and that maybe she's not as good as people give her credit for, but beyond that, I couldn't say one way or the other on her. So you could be right. Could be wrong. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you're not going to touch that one with a 10 foot pole. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Don't back me up. At least you backed me up on the the police. So yeah, that's, that's true. I'll take what I can get, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, TV shows. So this was hard because I think there are a lot of overrated TV shows. Uh, I, I thought about doing Star Trek Deep Space Nine just for the fun of like uh, goading you. But it's I decided bad. I decided to go with another controversial one. Why not? And that's Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, no. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So it ran for six seasons from 96 to 2001. It follows a group of aliens disguised as humans, and they're just to learn and experience life on earth. Uh, it's got great actors in it. You've got the brilliant John Lithgow, for example, uh, Wayne Knight and Kristen Johnson, who, by the way, those two would later star in a series called The X's. They only did like three seasons of it because it wasn't very good, which says something about how better that show is than this one. Um, but you also have French Stewart in this uh, with his super annoying voice. <laughs> um, and the thing is like, it's just these these are supposed to be like cream in the crop aliens, right? Like it, they're being sent to investigate this planet and learn about it, but they're idiots. And I get there's the whole, well, we don't know how earthlings are supposed to be. So we're kind of dumbasses because of that. But somehow they get away with it. it this is this is like um, what's the series that just ended recently? It had a bunch of nerds on it but they were all dumbasses that everybody oh, loved. the Big Bang thing? Big Bang Theory. It's basically the Big Bang Theory, right? So you've got these smart people that come from another planet who are on this planet, but they're all dumbasses and comedy ensues. And it's okay. It's, you know what I mean? I've watched episodes of it, but is it as great as everybody thinks it is or says it is or says it was? No, it's not. I mean, I, I guess I can see it. I, I like that show, hmm. but may, maybe I, I guess I, when you bring up the point that they're supposed to be kind of like these infiltrating aliens who are supposed to be really smart. Um, yeah. They don't look very smart. Yeah. I don't like shows with that are supposed to be smart people, but they're complete dumbasses. They're yeah. either intelligent or they're dumbasses, right? Right. Oh, I'm so smart, but I'm not like, which one yeah. are you? <laughs> yeah, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I can accept that. I can okay. accept that submission. All right. I mean, it should be no surprise what I'm going to choose here. I've said it before. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I'm going with friends. Egregiously overrated. I'm not saying I don't like the show. I'm not saying it's not a good show. I'm just saying it's way overrated when you have, you know, these reunions and, and kind of the, the box sets out and, and just it's, it's held on just a high, high pedestal. And I don't 
get it. I, I think it's an okay show. I just don't know why it's held so high. I, I think it's probably because people don't really have friends and they really miss this show and they love this show because they have some, you know, fake TV friends, which I get. Um, but I don't know. It's just these like attractive young people who don't really work, it seems. And they <laughs> hang out at the coffee shop in Manhattan and they live in these pretty, really nice apartments in Manhattan, but somehow their lives are kind of a struggle. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't get it. Like I'm not buying I, it. <laughs> yeah. I, so look, do I, do I, I don't hate the show. I just think it's egregiously overrated. It's, it's put, they, it's put on a, just a really high pedestal that it shouldn't be on. So even the re the reunion, like it, Oh, it's just this, it's the best show the nineties ever produced. And it's not, it's okay, but it's totally not the best show in the nineties. There it is. Wow. And there goes our friends audience. <laughs> so, um, I, so I'm going to defend friends. I, I do kind of agree with you. I do think it is a bit overrated, but uh, I do like the show. I remember when it came on thinking this show's hilarious. Uh, we're actually, it's on, uh, it, you know, Netflix. So we're actually rewatching it from season one. So we're on to, I don't know, four or five. Although it has gotten a bit annoying in rewatching it, you realize how much it's all about Ross and Rachel, the most <laughs> annoying couple on TV, any TV series. So are they going to get back together? Who gives a shit at this yeah. point? Right. Yeah. So in my rewatching of it, it is not as good as I remember it being. So I can't disagree with you and say that it probably, you're probably right. It probably is a bit overrated because people really do love that series. In fact, uh, we were over with some friends the other night talking about TV and we had suggested you guys should watch such and such show. And, and the girl was like, no, 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 there's no, sh the best show is friends. And we're like, well, yeah, but check this show out too. It's also good. She's like, yeah, but you know, it still can't be as good as Friends. And we're like, you don't know because you haven't seen it. You, you know, like <laughs> and plus you have this romanticized version of Friends, of Friends. and it's not. It's really not as good as you as you remember it. Yeah, it was funny. And we're like, yeah, but you know, we watched the show. We thought, it, oh, Community. That's what we were talking about. We're like, have you seen Community? And she's like, no. And I'm like, well, you should check it out. You probably like it. And she's like, well, is it as good as Friends? And I'm like, well, it's different. Yeah, I personally think community is better than friends, at which point it turned into nothing can be better than friends. <laughs> it's oh, like, right. You know. Because then it, that's what I'm saying. That's that's you're overrated if you're bulletproof to criticism, in my opinion. Yeah, that's why friends is overrated, because it seems like it's bulletproof. It's crit to, to criticism. Ronald Reagan, Mother Teresa, all these. If you're if you're bulletproof to any kind of criticism, you're you're, you're in my book, you're just overrated automatically. Fair enough. Uh, well, should we wrap it up here? I mean, we're around time. Yeah, that's it. People, people are going to have opinions about this, so we'd love to hear it on Twitter at the '80s and '90s com, or go to this uh, page on the '80s and '90s dot com. Go to the podcast page, leave us some comments, tell us what you think, because this is controversial stuff right here. It we is. Know what you think? Yeah. Do you agree with our overrated list? Do you disagree? Or what's on your overrated list? And with that, I guess we will say. We are out of here because we just got hashtag canceled for our overrated list and nobody is listening to us anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been fun, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> wow, wow, last episode. <laughs> <laughs>
it kind of we kind of like Roseanne. Like we had we had our show, and then suddenly, man, we said something wrong, and then it's boom, doing well. <laughs> and then it was like it's yeah. just the Connors now. <laughs> You're not the '80s and '90s uncensored anymore. You're just the '80s and '90s. <laughs> They're, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna replace us with a couple of new hosts talking about the eighties <laughs> totally. and nineties, but they're younger. They never even they weren't even around. They weren't even alive yet. 